Welcome to the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast, where it's all about how to use creative thinking in your business for a standout brand with your host, Joe Gifford. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Blow Up the Blueprint podcast. In this episode, I'm speaking with the amazing Carrie Montgomery, who is a personal brand stylist and brand coach. And she comes at this stuff with a really unique angle on how to use clothing to enable your body to be more powerful and to help you brand yourself in a really incredible way. So I hope you enjoy this interview with Kerry. And as always, let me know what you think. And please leave a review. I always appreciate them. And shout out after the episode to joe at joegifford.co what you thought and let us know, you know, what your takeaways were from this episode. Here we go. So welcome back to Blow Up the Blueprint. And today I'm so excited to have a super special guest with me today. The wonderful Carrie Montgomery. Hello, my darling. Hello. Oh, I'm so excited to speak to Carrie. Now we've known each other for coming up on four years, I think now. No. <laughs> and I have been watching this woman like rise and rise and rise with her incredible business. And I know that all of you guys listening will be so excited to hear how Carrie is blowing up the blueprint with brand styling and personal styling. She has a really unique lens on this stuff. So I can't wait for her to tell you all about that. So Carrie, say hi to everyone and let us know what you're all about. Hi, everyone. Hi, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on. I love the pieces and we've had such a fun journey as we grow and evolve. Um, Yeah. So I'm Carrie Montgomery and I do image consulting and personal brand styling. And my goal is to help you feel good and look good. Mm. We do that from the inside out, really shifting the lens from looking at our bodies from the outside and then adorning ourselves with clothing to feel more powerful. Wow. Now, what I love about the work that you do, Carrie, is that, you know, as you say, it is all about from the outside in. Because normally, if you see someone to have a brand, um, personal brand styling session, it's about the clothes you wear and all of that stuff. But you go about it in a whole different way, don't you? Yeah. I tell us about it. (laughs) (laughs) So when we look at our bodies and we look in the mirror, we typically go for the negative, like I look really tired. And then you're like, oh, I feel tired. Or like, I, my boobs are too big. Oh, I'm, I feel fat. Oh, my tummy's too big. And then you start, it's reinforcing negative, basically building blocks in your body. Mm. And so that becomes really hard to look in the mirror and overcome. But we have this amazing resource in our bodies called energy. <laughs> when we actually feel into our bodies and feel into our energy and actually have an imagination process around it and a a creative space around it and connection, then we get to tap into the interior world and connect with how our body actually feels and what it needs to be as effective and powerful as possible. So that might mean if you have, you know, a really intense day, you might need extra support to get through the day. And that means like wearing high-waisted skinny jeans, but you want to stay like kind of chill and effortless. So you wear like a flowy shirt, but not too flowy because you don't want to add weight on. So you just actually like have it be a little more streamlined, flowy, looser fitting, maybe it's silk, but it's creating an energy around your body to support exactly what you need. Now, I find this just absolutely incredible and really fascinating. And Carrie, do you mind if I share a little about our sort of mutual health 
experiences. So I first met Carrie, we were in a business course group together several years ago. And I've always just been such a fan of her and what she does and all the different strands that you bring to this work. But you know, but also what I really bonded with Carrie on was the fact that we both have, I'm not going to say issues with health, but we have challenges, which, you know, we have some extra health guests from time to time, right? <laughs> So for me, that's chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia and endometriosis and Carrie has her own stuff going on. And what I love is about working with that energy, which for me has a profound meaning, as I know that does for you. Can you explain a little bit more about your journey with styling and your health? Yeah. So just after we met, I almost died and I went through this experience and this was like a 20 year health journey of going like chronic fatigue, chronic pain, endometriosis, and then going into like a neurological dysfunction where I was having episodic paralysis. And my journey with my reproductive endometriosis illness really came to an end because I lost my uterus. And I was devastated because I thought, you know, I thought I was supposed to be a, a mother and that that was going to be a big part of my life. And that nurturing was really important to me. And, you know, I thought I would just like find my partner and have a business and move from New York city to Maine and everything would just start mm. to come together. And it blew up in my face. And I was oh. like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's no, that's enormous, Carrie, all of that. Thank you for being so personal and sharing. I really acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's important. I mean, those kind of details, they're signposts and guideposts. Oh, and God, yes. In that process, the only thing that I could do was get dressed. And I started to really look at how throughout my whole entire life I had connected with clothing to help me show up and why people never knew that I was sick or didn't understand what I was going through because I looked fine, I looked great, but I was experiencing incredible pain and incredible discomfort. I remember going out with some friends, so we were doing like a double date in New York City, and I had to go to the bathroom and like curl up on the floor and in the fetal position because I was in so much pain. And I ended up having my boyfriend at the time come in and just like help me because I was just done and doubled over. And the other couple had no idea. She didn't know until like a couple of years later. She was like, oh my God, I thought you guys were like making out in the bathroom. So I had found how to put this like persona of, I know how to look good, mm. but I didn't know how to feel good. Right. But I used clothing as a kinetic experience to get dressed, right? So I was like, okay, I need my body to feel a certain way. And because I'm dyslexic, I'm more of a kinesthetic learner. So I learn through video and audio and then the physical sensation. So the experience of it. Okay. So I started to notice there were little habits that I would do that helped me feel more comfortable. Like wearing a longer length sleeve. Now I have super long arms. So that means that I actually need to wear like extra cuffs. So I wear, they look like socks on your wrist. Ah, there'll be someone with really short arms and like a really short person. I didn't even know such things existed, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I have nerve damage in my legs. So I'll wear leg warmers to reinforce like the heat and the support in there. From 13 surgeries in my abdominal region, I wear high-waisted a lot, but then it's like some days I'm like, I'm really tired and I need to feel at ease. And so that might mean wearing baggier pants that feel a little bit more relaxed because I'm just tired and I want to relax into that. But I wear a nicer fabric so I can get away with the look. So if I'm doing a business meeting, I'm in like a rayon and silk pants, but they look like 
sweatpants, but they look nice because they're actually yes. they're like silk sweatpants, you know? I've been doing that recently, actually. I've got some really killer, like sort of tailored sweatpants, which essentially feel like pajamas, but I can wear them with heels and they look really beautiful, but I feel that sense of, oh. Yeah, there's a sense of ease that comes into your body, right? Mm. And you're just saying like, you're just matching and mirroring the energy or you're manipulating the energy. Now you see, I, um, I'll be honest right now to the, you know, for the listeners, I'm a little bit slower today because I'm just coming out of a bout of the flu. And you know, when you're kind of sick, you, you know, you end up staying in your trackies and your grungy stuff because you're all sweaty and not feeling very great. But I've been making that effort to get changed every day, to have a shower and put some makeup on and wear those comfortable clothes because I don't want to reinforce the notion of feeling sick, of being unwell. And I tend to do the same now, you know, when I'm suffering from pain or when I'm dealing with my chronic fatigue. Whereas years ago, I would have really just got in my onesie and stayed there. And I noticed that that was making me feel, it was kind of compounding that vision of being sick. And I love what you're doing here is reinforcing what your body needs. Yeah. And it's in a way of like not denying the fact that you're exhausted, but you're just going to use fabric and the cut of an article of clothing to reinforce how you need to feel or how you want to feel. And it's your choice, right? You can say like, I'm going to own where I'm at today. Like there is full, full, full transparency. It is so important to have those days where you're in your onesie. Like that's called pressing and relaxing. And like, I just got the most amazing robe that I spent four years looking for because I just needed it to feel like a certain weight on my body and a certain Ooh. sense of relax. And the fabric had to be soft enough, but not too nice. And so I just, and it didn't need to be like, I don't want to spend $400 on a robe. And that's mm. what they were all. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I found one for like $70 and I was like, yes. It's reinforcing like this phase of relaxation that I really need to claim that I have never allowed myself to be in. And I'm using that article of clothing as a a touchstone for myself to say, okay, embody this, step into this. This is where you need to go. This is you need to downregulate and you need to relax. So step into your robe. Or there's the days where you need to feel like a little bit more put together and a little bit more confident. So I wear a more fitted shirt with a higher collar or puffy sleeve to help me stand actually more like I'm projecting my heart out into the world. And I'm just like, I'm reinforcing the body posture of confidence that I need to be more effective. Ah, yes. I love it. And I remember we, we had a conversation probably around this time last year when we were sort of talking about, you know, some of your branding stuff, we had a couple of brainstorming sessions. And I remember being so inspired by what you were sharing then that I was doing my next series of Facebook Lives. And I had on like a white tailored sort of man's shirt to kind of have that feeling of kind of power and sort of like, you know, to kind of feel put together. And I had it kind of open collared with like a really big sort of chakra colored sort of costume jewelry. And I was thinking, oh, Karen's going to be so proud. I'm mixing my masculine and feminine and my color. And, <laughs> and it does have such an effect when you, you know, consciously do that. And I mean, obviously for you, this is something that you consciously do every day and you show your clients how to do this. You know, once people get the handle of it, you know, what kind of end results do they have in their lives? That's a great question. So what I have seen consistently is they make more money. 
Right. Oh my God. Everyone, <laughs> sort your wardrobe out now. Yeah. I have like one client that's gone to seven figures, another client that's um, more than doubled her income, other clients that have increased their rates because they realize that they're not charging what they're worth. Mm. Other finally found their position. So they're like, oh, I get it. Like, because I help them brand their identity and I use a, a style archetyping process and we, there's a bunch of work you do before it to really get into the nuts and the bolts and the through line of your story and how that connects to your body. So it's a progression of information. And then we step into the style archetyping area with all this wisdom and knowledge that connects back to your body. And we claim yourself with an identity that allows you to let go of any other preconceived notions you have about yourself. And then you can build the image around that style archetype. And it's not to say like, oh, like I'm a boho warrior, but it's not to say like every boho warrior is going to look like me because like I'm a more chic boho warrior, whereas like someone else could be more of like the true bohemian boho warrior with like a lot more, like they could be like more in the steampunk realm of things. And so I start to teach them how to look at fashion styles and archetyping as a way to claim your identity. And then there's such conscious clarity. Like one client, she was a health coach and she's like, I just, and she's like had all these other trainings and she's like, I just can't do this stuff. Like, I just don't want to do it. I'm not taking action. What's wrong with me? Mm. identified that she was actually a storyteller. She's an incredible writer. And she would write in our, in our Facebook group for the course, Create Your Soul Style. She would write these incredible poems. And I was like, you're a storyteller. And so as we went through the process, by the time we got into like the fifth week of the course, we had found this like real identity. And she's, so she just came out the other day saying, I have been a health coach for years and really been struggling to find clients. And I in two to in like make a website. And in two days, she's made a new website. She's claimed her storyteller. She's having constant flow of information and she's finally producing her creative gift. Wow. <laughs> wow. I love that. Because what I hear there is that um, when you tune into who you really are and what I would call your brilliance, you know, and your style archetype, then you're projecting that energy out into the world with a whole different impact on you. Yeah. And there's a lot more confidence because you're really clear and the, all the second guessing goes away and all the distractions go away because you're like, oh no, 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 this is what I'm supposed to do. That unstoppable force. That's what I see across the board is that they come out with this confidence and an unstoppable force to go after what they truly want because they're not doubting themselves. They're not making themselves wrong. They're actually saying, I am right here. I am present in my body. This is who I am. And then they take tiny little steps, which are micro manifestations to get to the future self that they've always been dreaming of. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, I think being present in your body, so many people just aren't anyway, because we're, you know, sort of future surfing, we're in our heads about stuff. And I know certainly for lots of people that, you know, that also have chronic health conditions, body disassociation is such a common thing, isn't it? To oh to try and separate yourself because that's almost like a coping strategy. You're like, right, if I separate myself from my body, then I can cope. Whereas actually you need to be in it to be able to deal with what's going on. But, you know, whether you're poorly or not, 
most people are plugged into screens, are plugged into our thoughts, but not actually in our bodies. And the power of connecting yourself with who you really are and projecting that to the world. I mean, you know, you've just said it, Carrie, those results are phenomenal. Yeah, they're really incredible. And it's, it feels like a true gift to, you know, I've always wanted to be in a place of empowerment for other women and really feeling like my work was making an impact. And to witness student after student and client after client step into their true purpose. And I'm doing it with clothing. Like that's the weirdest thing, right? <laughs> I'm telling them like how to adorn their body and like teaching them the principles. They're making the choices, right? Like they have to engage in the process and make the choices, but I'm teaching them to like let go of the numbers of shape and size. Cause it doesn't matter. Like, mm. Would you, if a ball of light was coming towards you, would you be like, oh, it's kind of like ugly or <laughs> it's a little too big or it's got little wobbly arms and its nose looks a bit funny, that massive ball yeah, of powerful like, light. No, you would never judge it. No. So why are we doing that to our bodies when that's exactly what we are? Oh my gosh, yes. And I also really acknowledge how this work came for you and to you through your, you know, your experience and through this, through your story of having of really suffering, really struggling, but finding that your gift here is serving other people is incredible. And do you think you would have arrived at this point if you hadn't have been through what you've been through? <sighs> no. I think there's been so much pain and torment and struggle in the process. And I don't think everyone has to go through that, but I think it's also part of the human condition to, yeah. to struggle. And I used to, my idealistic self would really rebel against that and be like, everything needs to be perfect and positive and light and fun. And it's like, I've actually, the adult self in me is like, oh no, things do go wrong and you do need to fix them and you need to stay, stay present with them. And you need to know how to turn on a dime and adjust and change course. Yes. And not make yourself wrong. When we make ourselves wrong for wherever we are in our lives, we're increasing or we're magnifying the battle, right? We're making it more challenging. Mm -hmm. But if you say, oh, this is right where I am. Oops, I made a mistake. Okay, great. I'm here in my body. What does my body need right now? Yeah. And how can I adorn it to get it more present so it can do the things that I actually need it to do so I can get out of that place of struggle? That to me sounds like one of the greatest gifts of self-love to acknowledge what your body needs right now. Oh God, yeah. Right? Because you're not denying. Like denial and disassociation are huge triggers. So something happens, that's a trigger. And then you disassociate and you deny yourself. And that's an even bigger trigger into the self-loathing. Mm, I'm sure many people listening, you know, most people listening will understand that whether you've had a bad day or you've overeaten or something's happened that makes you look at yourself in that way. You know, I know certainly for me, learning to love all of myself has been such a massive part of my life journey so far and rewriting my story from self-loathing and, you know, and wishing my body wasn't how it is to really loving it and not only accepting it, but honoring it and using it as my way of knowing when something's not right, because it will show up really obviously in my body. <laughs> and your body never lies. And Martha Graham says that quote, and it's the truth of everything. And if we can listen to that still small voice inside us, which is actually your body is like the tension patterns or the fear waves. And I teach people how to listen to their bodies because that was my biggest challenge. And all of this health stuff, I was like, well, I feel pain all the time. How am I supposed to listen mm. to 
Like, I don't understand. I can't overcome this. And shifting into like, okay, slow down. Okay, if I have stabbing back pain, I look at like all the people in my life and look at where do I feel like someone's actually stabbing me in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a really powerful process. And where am I stabbing myself in the back? What am I doing? What actions am I taking that are creating this repetitive physical sensation in my body? Yes. Yes, so important. And I know quite often myself, if, if I'm sort of feeling, you know, repeatedly low, if I can tune back into being present in my body and go, right, you know, what are you saying to yourself? What auto patterns have you got on repeat? What's happening? Let's just get back into your physical and go within and see what's happening. And quite often I'll discover that I have some sort of you know, sort of self-beration going on repeat. <laughs> it's like, you're terrible, Joe. How dare you done that? Oh my goodness, you're never going to be it any good. Look at everyone else doing way better than you. And it's like, oh my gosh, if I have that tape on repeat, of course my energy is going to be low. And obviously that's not the cause of all this stuff, but it's so good to be mindful and to tune back in. Yeah, absolutely. So Carrie, how do you work with people currently? So I have a couple ways. I do um, my Create Your Soul Style course, and that's a 10-week course, and Mm -hmm. that allows you to really go through the process and create the practice of how to connect with your body and then how to source the clothing and how to really have a conscious curation process. Uh, And I work with women all over the world. So I have clients in Lebanon and Israel and UK and Australia and now Iceland. It's really fun. Canada, US. So that's really, really fun. And then I also do um, one-to-one mentorship with body brand. And that's really about tapping in and working through the body image breakthrough. And that's a very holistic lens at looking at your personal style, but it's actually really just looking at your soul, right? We're just, we're trying to identify your soul. Wow. And then I also do photo shoot styling and So I'll do that virtual or I will do it on set. So for people who are perhaps doing their first, you know, talk or they're, you know, sort of gearing up to kind of up-level their business, up-level who they are. I mean, this is just such a powerful tool. Yeah, it's really incredible because we do, you know, people think, oh, I just need clothes. And I'm like, "Uh -uh." Uh uh-uh. And you will start to berate yourself and like, let's shop and look exactly what's going on before you get on the stage. And as long as we can get through that so that we know how to adorn your body to allow it to be more confident and comfortable and secure, then can we actually get dressed. But there's a whole process before to step into. That is so, so powerful, Carrie. And I'm just in awe of this work that you're doing for women because, you know, clothing has so often been seen as, you know, we can often wear clothing that's too tight for us or shoes that are too uncomfortable. You know, for years, women have been putting themselves into clothing that makes us suffer. Mm -hmm. And to turn that whole thing around, to make it something that adorns our bodies, that gives it what we need to show up as who we need to be is just phenomenal. Yeah. The system does not really support us in it. You know, the clothing system that is because mass production is is sort of the root of all evil and Mm -hmm. in the clothing system and, and in our environment, but it has set up numbers that when we look at them, we think, Oh my God, I'm a 16. Oh my God, I'm an eight. And Mm. those numbers actually translate into esteem for a lot of women. Mm. And so I work deeply with them on, I'm too big, I'm too small. How do we find that place of the energy on the inside? That's huge. And you know, it's taken me, I'll be 42 this year. And just before hitting 40, I'd kind of reached a stage through, you know, my health journey and, you know, personal development of just 
feeling really awesome in my body as it is right now. And I haven't stepped on the scales in years. I don't count calories. I eat really clean vegan food and, and I work out and stuff, but I just feel amazing. And, you know, I've been larger, I've been smaller, all of that stuff. But when you find that place within you where you love yourself physically and, and spiritually for all of who you are, you can serve in a completely different space, can't you? Absolutely. And be so much more present and available for everyone else. And that's a gift. You know, that gift is not only for yourself and for your family and for your friends. And it's a ripple effect. And that is world changing and life changing. I just love what you're doing. Thank you. I love what you do. (laughs) (laughs) In this journey has been how to communicate this, honestly. And so you really kickstarted that. So I appreciate it. Hey, girl, you're flying. And it's just amazing to see. So where can we find you on the interwebs? Yes, you can find me at carriemontgomery.com, C-A-R-R-I-E, and then Montgomery, M-O-N-T-G-O-M-E-R-Y.com, and on Instagram at Style by Monty, and then on Facebook, Carrie Montgomery. So everyone, if you listen to this episode, you know, sort of go and check out Carrie's work and let us know as well what you thought about this topic today. This is a huge talking point to actually use clothing to empower the body in such a creative way. And, you know, Carrie, I'm just so thrilled that you joined me today. Thank you for bearing with me with rescheduling a few podcasts by yours. I'm so lucky to have you. <laughs> I love you so much, Joe. Thank you so much. And thank everyone for showing up and listening and participating. And I just love being able to spread the word. Oh, thank you.